Uh, 皆さんようこそ、uh, この新しいエピソードへ。I'm Swade.I'm Chris.And this is Deep b e n t o I even did the pronunciation all good. <laughs> Jack, you're ruining my life. It's fine. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I did a clean take and everything. It's fine. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I even had like that thought in the back of my head. I was like, I bet he's showing up soon because it's about that time. The way you speak Japanese is weird, though. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. It's my pronunciation, heta. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> well, we could just keep that, that take and then just do, you could be like, I'm Swade. Then I'm, I'll be like, I'm Chris. All right, sure. I'm Swade. And I'm Chris. Woo. And this is Deep Anime Dive. Deep anime dive desion. Yay. Weeaboo edition. Weeaboo edition. Yay. Chigao <laughs> It's different. Anyway, how have you been today? This, I mean, this week? It's been pretty good. Been busy. Uh, just watching anime. Uh, been watching more. Added some new shows this week because 14 wasn't enough. From the beginning for this season? Uh, I added one from this season and one from a while, like an old show. Was it Kageki Shoujo? No, I, it's a, well, it's, it's one that had a late start as a Fena uh, pirate princess. Oh. It started like partway through the season. I think it's going to finish next season, but I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about it. So I decided to start it. Yeah. I'd say the hype is mostly deserved. Yeah. I'm only like four or five episodes in, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like. If you want a pirate show, but you don't want One Piece, I'd say this is a good alternative. It's not like a bodacious space pirates. I'd that? say it's more historically accurate. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw that one. I, I've heard of it. I, never, I watched that one. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Weekly. But yeah, it's a, it's kind of, it's like a historical uh, pirate show. So it's like, it's actually like, I think it's like the 1600s hmm. or like 1700s maybe. But it's, it's pretty good. Like it's kind of got some tonal problems where like it's trying to be a comedy, but also really serious, but I don't know, like yeah. the characters. And then I've also been watching, uh, I started watching Akazuki and Chacha. Oh, you actually were watching Chacha. Yeah. Well, like our mutual friend like mentioned it to me the other week and I was like, oh, I never really like, cause I, I think he showed me like the first episode and I was like, that show is kind of funny. Yeah. And so I found it because I am also a practicing pirate now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you discovered the ways how to get yeah. an old anime. Yeah, I, I put on a my eye patch and went yarg and found it and been watching that too. Yeah, that's a, it's it's a good thing. Um, well, cool, cool. So that's what I've been up to. How have you been doing, Chris? Uh, no, I've been doing stuff. Just chilling uh playing final fantasy 14 because the playing final fantasy 14 because the expansion is coming out in two months oh that's right yeah so i'm kind of just prepping right now cleaning out doing spring cleaning yeah trying to make a few more million or whatever yeah i'm already i'm nearly at uh 110 so how many uh, houses million? have you bought zero <laughs> it's possible to buy a house at the moment 
because yeah. um they all get sold like immediately so yeah it's really it's really tough but um it's been uh it's been a fun time playing the game um i get super sucked into it a lot because it's it's just always on my mind but i also have been watching catching up with anime I'm, i've been behind on nearly everything and i've caught up with nearly everything except for my two favorite ones which i'm kind of like wanting to binge uh, okay. so i've kind of been like waiting fair enough the last episode to come out yeah and uh yeah i've, I've been trying to watch this one show that we, we for our podcast yeah for this podcast how, how far are you in that show <laughs> out of the, the two shows <laughs> it, it's just so hard to watch it i don't, I don't know why I mean, I, I guess I, I kind of was talking to you because I'm, I'm, I'm probably ahead of you now on that show. Yeah, you are probably ahead. I'm of like me. on episode twenty of it. Yeah, you're ahead of me. Um, I'm like on episode twelve. Or, no, no, like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, I got to say, I'm not super impressed with it. Like, and it's works like reading the reviews. Like everyone, they like, like as far as like the reviews, like everyone prefers that version of the show more. But the other version was a lot better, honestly. Like mm-hmm. the only difference is like. The other, like that one has the better, an- like the less good one has better animation. But yeah. Anyway, you all find out about that. And a few months when Chris can. <laughs> a few months. Actually, it won't be very long because I, I know that I'm going to be uh, crafting a lot this week. So I'm going to like try and finish Negima this week. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. But. Yeah, then you got and I feel like I think the other one will be a lot easier of a watch. It's pretty good. Like I think I think that that's why I kind of wanted to save that one for the last one. Right. Because I knew that I would want to probably binge it. Yeah, it's pretty bingeable. It's yeah. it's good, I'd say. So anyway, um that's been it. But it, oh, and I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami too. Oh yeah. So that's the that's Yakuza three technically or something? Yakuza two. But there's, is I thought Yakuza because there's Yakuza. So there's Yakuza Zero, right. which is like the prequel. Okay. Um, kind of like where it all starts. Okay. And then there's Yakuza One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, Seven. Okay. Eight. And then where's the one where he is like a dragon? I think that's eight. Okay. I'm gonna say it's eight. Okay. And what's the DDR one? I don't know. There's DDR in the game. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm going off of like meme videos and that one time you explained the series. So, Yakuza Kiwami 2 has been, uh, it's been, been fun. It has like a lot of the, some of the mini games from Zero that I liked. Hmm. The Cabaret mini game is back. Nice. That's really fun, even though it feels a lot slower than the one that's in Zero. Hmm. Um, like the Kiwamis were. Those were the re- ones that were remade yeah. after. Yeah, they remade one and two. Okay. So Kiwami one and then Kiwami two were just remakes. Okay. In like the engine of zero. Except I think that uh, this one, Yakuza Kiwami two is a, the engine of six or seven. Okay. So. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's been a lot of fun. There's been a lot of weirdness. The Yakuza has weird. Yeah. I believe that. <laughs> like if Kiryu gets like, oh, there's a side quest of 
this guy that's like, oh, you need to come with me to this one club. Then you go to this club and um, there's a girl inside this room. And then she's like, oh, do we need to go change your diaper? It's time to change your diaper. And Kiryu's <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> and then uh, he's like, oh, look, you forgot your binky. And then he's like, I have no idea what's going on. And then he backs like into a wall and the wall falls down. There's all these adult men in diapers like pretending to be babies. Yeah, that's, a, that's a thing. <laughs> You never been to those clubs, Chris. And then there's just these girls like uh like feeding them with bottles and stuff. And it's the most creepiest thing. And then the look on Kiryu's face is just like, I have somewhere I need to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not into this. <laughs> and it was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how that's the weirdness of Yakuza, which is great. So all right, great. That's why I think you should play these games. It's just they're so weird, but they're actually just so good. I am interested. Actually, I did buy uh, Zero, One, and Two during a sale a couple weeks ago, so I'm going to try those. You want me One and Two? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely try it. Definitely try Zero. And if it ends up being your thing, then uh, keep playing. I'd highly recommend doing it on easy mode. Yeah. Because the combat isn't the funnest thing ever. Mm. and it gets kind of annoying at times because okay. of like the random battles that could happen mm. uh and j- just because it's great to just focus on the story and not have to worry about like everything else uh, okay so yeah hmm. um listeners out there if you want to play yakuza zero it's a really great game there you go the chris seal of approval yes it's hard one it's a. Uh, it's definitely one of my top games. I think Yakuza Zero. Okay. As it had a lot of really fun mini games, and just like the overall characters and everything was really great. Hmm. So yeah, uh, that's about it. That's been with me. Cool, cool. Oh, uh, today we are joined by. Uh, oh yeah. Vanilla. Yeah. Our special guest, our Vanilla. Special guest, Vanilla. Such an Chocolate, honor. Chocolo couldn't be here today. She's got she is dealing with some problematic customers. Yeah, I'm sure. At La Solier. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, my uh vanilla figure is here. Yep. Uh, it's it's there. I'm looking at it. And what? I'm not pleased. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a pop-up parade figure. And if you're ever looking for cheap figures, look for the pop-up parade figures. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Just because they're a lot, they're cheap and they look great. That is true. That I have a, uh, I have a Yuna figure from Kuma 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 Bear. Yeah, it was like forty dollars, and she's dressed up in a bear suit, and it's amazing. So yeah, and it was only forty bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and this one was really cheap too. So. Yeah, so it's it's a good like it's a decent brand like like for the amount of detail you get compared to the price, I yeah. like them. But me too. I wish you didn't get these yucky cat girls, but you know that's they're fine. Not, they're not yucky. They got fleas or something, you probably. Know, you know you like it. Look at her. Look at her. It's no good. She's staring right at you. She's just judging me silently. <laughs> anyway, um, what is our uh, what are some like. Some news topics. Oh, yeah, Let's get sure. Into our news topics. Hot topical. Hot topical. As topical. is custom, I come bearing strange news from afar because it's my favorite kind of news. Yeah, you and your strange news. 
I have the normal news. Yeah, Chris brings the real news. My job is to ruin that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll start with the weird news this week. Uh, this is coming out of China. Uh, China has officially banned BL games, uh, boys love games. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they say they because I, mean, I guess what they the uh, the actual phrasing is that they're banning content that contains false values or illicit material um, depicting men uh, that are they're they're too effeminate or of an inferior culture. No. So apparently, uh, China's uh, against Yaoi. Not surprised, yeah. actually. It's not terribly surprising. It's a uh, it's a strange thing to suddenly decide they're fighting. I guess like on their t- like on TV too. Like they've banned all the shows that contain like any kind of depictions of like men that are less than manly men. Hmm. I guess they're trying to encourage masculinity. Which, uh, interesting, uh, it's it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Very strange thing for China to decide to fight against. But I guess uh, well, the part, like, part of the reason it became such big news is that China is crack, wants to, is basically going to, is trying to enforce this on the rest of the planet by saying that they're not going to do business with companies that endorse it. <laughs> so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Because huh. it means like they're probably going to try to put pressure on basically every site that sells these games really when they have you know a billion customers in their country so i don't think it will do very much i mean i don't know every time china says no a lot of companies seem to bow down to it so i mean not that i'm a consumer of yaoi but yeah it's always concerning when when i don't know anytime censorship happens because you know didn't uh, Australia go through the same thing a while ago where they banned like hentai? Yeah. Australia banned hentai. Russia banned isekai. Like, yeah, that's a real thing. Um, I thought it was a joke. That ended up being super real. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the world is going crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's at least like for the, the yaoi and the hentai, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's like, that's not, yeah super good stuff probably it's also like i mean if you're an adult you can do what you want i don't know yeah well china doesn't like <laughs> china's you, crazy you doing what you want even when you're an adult so yeah just funny because the uh what is their their prime minister is kind of just a big man child can't take a joke worth a darn mouth <laughs> yeah yeah it is but anyway anyway so yeah that was weird news on my end yeah how are you doing chris well my uh news uh i don't have it pulled up but i, I remember it so you memorized the news if 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 this news ends up being wrong or something like that then yeah let me know but uh one piece our favorite show yeah um most popular episode yeah it uh had uh has a uh, hundred volumes yeah that's hundred manga volumes that's insane. It's a lot of volumes. I don't know that any has any show ever done that before. I don't think so. So I just say like even Detective Conan is only like I want to say it's only like in the eighties. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe like Conan's got an insane number too. But I want to say it's the longest running manga, but I could be wrong. Right, it's it's close between those two. Maybe there's some like gag manga that had been longer. Possibly, 
Uh, I know there's like one that's been in jump for like years or like was in jump yeah. for years. I'd have to research. I mean, I know there's, there's longer running anime apparently. Yeah. But, but the, the, uh, most, in, the most important thing is that, or the most interesting thing is that, uh, each of those 100 volumes have sold over a million copies, which that's absurd. That is absurd. <laughs> like, I assume Oda just has a solid gold Luffy in his, in his house. Yeah. <laughs> And he's still trucking on. That's all he does is like work. Wonder what his like uh, savings is like. Like, Probably just like gets his check and then it just like dumps into an account and then just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. He's probably like once he finishes one piece, he's just going to buy Japan. Like I think that's what's going to happen. He better take a long vacation after he's done with one piece. He's got to start working on his sequel two piece though. (laughs) Two piece. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway anyway um yeah that's it for the like the news yeah. it stood out to us yeah i mean i don't know there's all kinds of things going on but those are the fun ones anyway yeah the cool things so and then for tonight you want to introduce the topic chris sure tonight we're going to be talking about japan stuff japan stuff yeah our times in japan Okay. So believe it or not, both of us have been in J- to Japan. Yeah. Lived there for periods of time. Yeah. You lived there longer than I have, but um, we both lived together in, uh, what was it? Tokuyama? Yeah. Tokuyama. We Shiren. met. Yeah. For like two months, I think, give or take. Yeah. About two months. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, we've been all around like the Kyushu area. So we're going to just go talk about like all of our, just some interesting facts. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun. About to, uh, living in Japan. Yeah. Cause uh, it's different. <laughs> it's different. It was way different than like living in like the U S right. here. And yeah, I imagine. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, but it's a lot the, and ugh. But there's a lot of fun stuff about living in Japan and a bunch of bad things too. So Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. I guess uh see how do we wanna let's see. I mean maybe to start should we talk about like just the like what parts of Japan we have lived in? Yeah, sure. So uh what what kind of uh, uh Hold on a second. My brain is just yeah. just shut off. I think I literally just saw like the switch just like a <laughs> chunk. <laughs> like maybe we should have planned out questions. Yeah, wanna we can take a break. Yeah, real let's, quick. Take a, let's take a let's take a uh, let's take a five. Yeah, we'll be back in five minutes. Okay. Okay, there was no break because we were well we're, we're well prepared. Always. Well prepared. We can speak English. And even Nihongo a little. <laughs> Um, yes. so, uh, in Japan, um, uh, we've been, we, we both have been to a few number of places. Yeah. We, what, are, what are some of the places that you liked that you been to that you liked the most? Like lived in or like visited? F- lived in. Okay. Or like, um, yeah. sure. So I was uh, pretty cool and. 
So like I lived in Japan for a couple of years. Uh, my first few months I got to live in uh, Naha, which is a city on Okinawa, which mm-hmm. was super fun. What and, made it super fun? Uh, just, I know people that live in Okinawa are super chill. Like it's got that, like that Islander kind of, kind of attitude about it. Yeah. Um, so people there were super fun. Um, so much amazing English on everything. Really? Just because there's a couple of mil- like uh, English or American uh, military bases on the island. And so everybody's like trying really, like a lot of the touristy places try really hard to appeal to the soldiers by like having like English signs and English descriptions of everything. But it's like not even like Google Translate quality. It's just <laughs> <laughs> they did it like back in the 60s and just haven't changed the signs since. So. Really? There's just amazing signs. Like I, I probably have photos that maybe I'll try to post or something on Twitter. Yeah. But there's ones of like, uh, I remember there's this amazing billboard. It was a uh, Pepsi man, which I don't know if Pepsi man ever made it to America, but he was like the mascot over in Japan for a while. Maybe. And it's this billboard showing like a picture. It's a picture of Pepsi man hanging out with a uh, Bud Light man. <laughs> and they're just like, it's like, just like this, like really awkward, like conversation bubbles between the two. About how they like each other's like drinking products. <laughs> and it was like the best billboard I ever saw in my life. Yeah. But, and it was just, it was just, uh, it was cool. I got to live there in the winter too, which means that it was actually a nice warm winter. Oh, really? Because they don't have snow or anything down there. It was like 70 degrees all the time. That, that must have been nice. Super nice. Yeah. So Naha was delightful. There was, oh, there was a, there was an, an amazing street in Naha called Kokusaidori. What was that street? Um, it was just like, it was basically like tourist central. Yeah. And like the, the ground level street was just all tourist shops. Like there were like souvenir places. I remember there was like a one piece store. There were like bookstores, comic stores, anime stuff. Yeah. And then there was the super sketchy, scary, like underbelly, like the, the basement. I don't know how to like, it was like it was like a second row that like went underneath Coke Saidori, which was like not really the touristy stores. Yeah. Like there wasn't like any more like didn't have like English signs on any of the stuff there. So go down there and people would be like, What the heck are those guys doing there? But <laughs> it was great. Could find all the really cool stuff out. Amazing hole in the wall, like secondhand store there that guy was selling like Pokemon cards for like like give like thirty cards for a dollar and wow. like whatever cards you could want, you could just like pick out of the pile. It was wow. super cool. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, Naha was super fun. And also it ruined my Japanese because I learned Okinawa Ben, which is not what anyone speaks anywhere in Japan. How long were you in Naha? I lived there for about three months. Three months. And so that was like my formative Japanese was all there. So like, for example, like what would Naha Ben, Okinawa Ben be like? So... So one of the big ones is, uh, so it's like, you know, like, uh, most stores when you go to like walk into a store in Japan, like everyone, like all the employees will be like, Irashaimase. like they kind of like yell welcome or whatever in Okinawa. Everyone says hi, Oh, which is basically just the same mean thing. But I think it's like, it might actually be like Okinawa go, like it might be like the native language, but hmm. cause like there's a, there's like a bit of that mixed in with, with like the Japanese. I can, I can never tell it apart because like it sounds similar enough, but yeah. And like another one that I really liked was a uh, Chibare. What's that? That's their version of Ganbate. 
Oh, really? Yeah, Chibade was great. I kept using that um, on Kyushu and nobody understood. Like, like some people were like, oh, I, th- I think I've heard of that. <laughs> but for the most part, was like, they just like going like, yeah. what, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah. And of course, it's also like, it's a bit more forceful than Gambate too, I think. Like it's, it's a bit more, uh, I don't know if it, like rude is the right word, but I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So Okinawa, super fun. Great place. Yeah, I want to go there one day. That's on like my bucket list of going to places I want to go to. Yeah, it's it's a fun place. And I think it's it's one of those parts of Japan that's like maybe like not like at the, on the the top three or whatever. Yeah, as far as like what people think of when they when they want to go to Japan. But yeah, it's a it's a cool like unique. It's its own like culture. Is it just like similar to Hawaii? I guess kind of. It's it's the Hawaii of Japan, like. Yeah. And it's really similar a lot in a lot of ways too, because like basically Japan just kind of showed up there like 150 years ago and they're like, you're part of Japan now. Yeah. And they're just like, well, I guess we're part of Japan now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like what we did with Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. True. So, yay. Uh, so what about, what about you, Chris? What's the, what's the place you remember living in? Um... So I lived in like, I think like three places. Okay. I want to say it was three. Okay. Um, I, the one I remember the most was the one that we were at. Um, Tokioma. Okay. Yeah. Tokioma. Uh, but the other one, Omuta was the other one that I knew that I knew really well. Um, I liked both for different reasons. Okay. Um, Tokiyama was just like, felt like it was a lot easier to get to places. Yeah, that's pretty fair. It was, it's pretty compact. Yeah, it was nice. Like there's, there's like basically just like, I want to say it was like two main roads that everything kind of came off of around there. Yeah, there was like that like one road that was like near the Eki. And then there was another one that was a bit farther. Yeah. Uh, Chris kinda, is kinda like one like this kind of. Yeah. Chris is giving me like a hand gestures as a map. It <laughs> will translate very nicely into the transcript. Oh, I'm sure. yeah, that's what I, mean. I forget. <laughs> we're not like recording. Like but no, I mean, it, I don't, not that it would help. It helps. It's helping me anymore, honestly, but yeah, I, I kind of get what you mean. Like it, it's, it's hard to explain. Tokyo was kind of a, an interesting layout compared to at least other places I'd been to. Yeah, Omuta was more of like everything was like more further apart. Reminds me of where we currently live. Bit. Yeah, sure. Like it's like like you ha- you still have all the places, but it's not like, like it's not like all together. Yeah, and it takes a while to get to different places. So since we rode like bikes everywhere, we were basically riding bikes like all the time. Yeah, in Omuta. Yeah, bikes are the way to go in Japan. By the way, yeah, better like the trains because cars are expensive and scary. I need to like go on Google maps and like look through Omuta again. Cause uh, I forgot a bunch of those places. Like I have vague like memories of it. Right. But yeah, Tokiyama was definitely my favorite area. Mostly because uh, um, the people that we met there were really nice. Uh, a lot of the shops we went to were, were, were really great. Yeah. We, we met some, well, like we found some really cool stores in Tokiyama yeah. and like some restaurants Agreed. 
was uh it was pretty great um like uh neo which we've talked about before yeah we we pine for neo regularly on this podcast yes. it's a it's wonderfully a wonderful used good store yes i like miss it every day of my life it was like what was it like four stories in the top two floors were just anime stuff yep it's great and they had like rows and rows of uh used figures yeah like and they, it was so it was so cheap like i got that I got that three pack of Kingdom Hearts figures for like five bucks. Yeah, weren't they in like a bargain bin? Yeah, they were like just they're like all bundled there. I was like, here, buy these three figures for like five five hundred yen or whatever. Yeah, and it was like a Roxas, a Mickey Mouse, and a Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I was like, heck yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was so great. I've never been to a store that was better than that. Yeah, that, that was that was probably the best one I've ever saw. I ever saw too. Yeah, like I saw somewhere they were they were close, but yeah. And like, then they had like a section for like, uh, games that was close to the door. And yeah. They had like the books section. Yeah. There's a lot of books. There was like CDs and yeah, it was, there was it a was, bunch of stuff. It was so cool. It really was. And, uh, I remember that was like, sometimes like if we had like a bad day, we would just go over there. Yeah. Unwind for a little bit. <laughs> I remember like. See, I'd always be like, "When else you like?" I'm, I'm kind of stressed. Let's just go to Neo. <laughs> yeah, there was that one time where we were, we were talking with some like really, really rude people, and uh, then right at, right after when we were done, we we're like, "It's time to go to Neo." Yeah, and then we went there for like an hour and a half or yeah. more. <laughs> it was kind of funny because I think the. Uh, the staff there, I think, recognize us pretty well by the end. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's those, those weird it, white guys that show up, like, almost every day. Yes, and that uh, always they're, like, staring at the, the figures, and one's looking through CDs. Yeah. <laughs> one's buying old PlayStation games. Yes. And uh, Orimo. Yeah, oh, yeah. That that clerk judged me so hard when I brought that up to the counter. And I judged you when you got back to the apartment. Yeah, you did judge me. It was... I was disappointed in you ever since that day because I was telling you how much I hated that show. And then you were like, I'm going to buy the game. Yeah. Hey, Kenny, it was Happy End. Of course I had to buy it. Which, by the way, I think that particular version of the game is like probably worth triple what I paid for now. Really? Yeah. Apparently it's gotten valuable or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, I still have a bunch of those CDs that I bought um, in Neo sitting in my uh, CD collection. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a great time. Yeah, Neo was fun. But yeah, the, um, it wasn't just Neo. Like I liked a lot of the people that we talked to and uh, a lot of the people that we worked with. Right. Um, there was a. I don't know. I really that like they felt like really close knit. Right. Yeah. I mean, the people people over there were like nine times out of ten. Like even like nine point nine times out of ten. Yeah. Just super, super good people. Yeah. And we had a, we had, we had a nice apartment too. Yeah, it was, it was okay. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was all right. I don't know. I feel like, do you remember the, the invasion that one night of, of cockroaches, the Goki booty? Or were you like in the shower when that happened? Maybe, maybe I was in the shower. So I was remember I was like because I was cleaning up in the kitchen, and it, I just is it like there. Yeah, I was over in the kitchen. We're looking at some photos that Chris has. 
and I look so good with my haircut. <laughs> Jeez. You but, should try doing that haircut again. Ugh, it's the worst. <laughs> I have like three centimeters of hair. It's not nearly enough. Yeah. Like I was like doing some dishes in the kitchen and suddenly like this like cockroach like darted out from behind the fridge. And so of course I was like, ah, it's go time. And so I like, I think I grabbed like a shoe, a shoe probably. And I had an epic battle where I was trying to get this cockroach for like a good 15 minutes. I finally got it. I think because yeah. otherwise I wouldn't have been able to sleep that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad you didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah. I can guess. I don't know. Actually, yeah, we're, we're looking at pictures of the uh, yeah Chris Tokioma's uh, Shoten guy. Yeah, the Shoten guy. Explain that, Chris. Shoten guy is just the uh, outdoor mall. Yeah, like so, outdoors or like sometimes like underground, kind of like by like yeah. subway stations and things. Yeah, it's basically like a mall, like a stretch. Yeah, of a mall, outdoor mall. Yeah, they're they're fun. Yeah, they usually uh, the one in Tokioma was like. It felt very complex and old. Yeah, it was super old. I remember like, because like a third of the the uh, spaces were empty, which is kind of sad. Yeah. And uh, I remember when we were going through it, like there was like one area that you turned to, then there was like no shops. Yeah. And it was like super old and dilapidated. Yeah, it was like dead alley or something. Yeah. And then there was like some secret places that were like hidden underneath. Yeah. Yeah, we found that cool CD shop, I think, in one of those. Yeah, there there was like a card shop too. Oh yeah, that's right. And we looked through there. That was just a really nice Shoten guy because it was just like it was so old that it was it was fun to like look through things. Yeah, it was just weird. Like and like all the shops were like weird sizes. Like that card shop. If I'm thinking of the same one. Like it was like pretty tiny. Yeah, it was pretty tiny. And it was like you can like walk. You can like like went sideways into it. Yeah, you went <laughs> sideways like into it, and then there was like like I don't know what it was. But it was like big giant things of cards. Yeah, like not quite shelves because shelves would have been too big. Yeah, <laughs> but and uh, that's where we found that uh, really good curry place. Oh, that's right the the Indian curry. Yeah, yeah, we found this hole in the wall, and that like I was like I was like half sure we were gonna get like stabbed or something, but then like the the owners were like actually super cool and made delicious foods. Yeah, I wonder if I have a picture here. I think you did. You showed it to me once. See, there, there was a Shoten guy. Yeah, Shoten guy. I think yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Yeah, so it's just like this. It was like this is like tiny little hole in the wall, like down in a basement. Yeah. Which is where all the best restaurants are in Japan, by the way. That, that was, and it was really good. And the people there were really nice. They were super funny. Yeah. Like they spoke Japanese as well as we did, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they spoke a little bit of English. I think so. At least like he would like throw phrases at us sometimes. Yeah. Because like they were, uh, I believe they were from Nepal. I remember right. Because like we talked to them a little bit. I remember, because uh, I was the one that introduced you to this. Because uh, yeah. you came in um, as the person I was living with was going out. And then uh, um, I was like, ready to have the best curry ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty darn good curry. Yeah, it was pretty good. And the the non also great. Yeah. Very important. Yeah, you, you don't think of uh, like going to Japan and having Indian food, but <laughs> you know, like Indian food is like super big in Japan. Yeah, like pretty much everywhere I ever lived, there was like an Indian curry place like less than five minutes away, and there's usually like multiple. Yeah, 
It's crazy. It was also awesome. Yeah. Um, the shooting guy was, was great. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Tokuyama was pretty fun. Let's see if I have any other pictures here. God, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just some old pictures of Sway that I have. Yeah. It looks so- I don't know what you're trying to do there. That's like the weirdest smile. Like, I, I don't know. What were you trying I'm not to even do like there? really looking at the camera either. <laughs> Just being an idiot. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll have to share this picture. I don't think we need to. I think you should post it on Twitter. Nah. It's fine. It should be your Twitter profile picture. Just crop out the picture of my stupid face. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Maybe maybe I'll at least crop out the face just so people can see what we're talking about. Oh, this was this was fun. I don't know if you were here for this. Maybe you were here. Um were you there when I did the uh because we kind of had like this like party or whatever. It was like a pizza party. Hmm. Did we ever have that? <sighs> I'm trying to think. Maybe it was it was with Martin. Could have been like, like it doesn't look familiar. Like looking at the picture. Well, um, we had a uh, pizza party where I made homemade pizzas for. What? And you didn't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were friends. And uh, that was like one of the worst times because like, <laughs> so I was there making the pizzas and I, I think I made the dough wrong. Oh no! But it was still really good. It was still really good. Um, but, uh, when I was putting it in, I like burnt my hand and I burnt it really bad, like Yikes. Um, around the thumb area. And one of the members was like, are you okay? And then I'm like, I'm like on high adrenaline, uh, cause I'm like trying to like get the, get those pizzas in and get people fed and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And so I get back and like, I see my hand is like super red and like, <laughs> It was getting all bubbly. Yeah, it was getting all bubbly and it was gross. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that, so I, I probably wasn't around for it. Your favorite. It looked like that might have been me. Yeah, that's you. What a nerd. All right, so <laughs> the next question, I guess. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh... What's that? What's that? Yeah, that was still, that's still the shooting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess just real quick, I want to mention a couple of other places yeah, go ahead. that I lived in. Because I I got moved around a lot because I assume people hated me. Like that's <laughs> that's that's my working theory. Yeah. And looking at pictures of my stupid face from, the, from back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course they were like. Yeah, they're just like, get out of here. <laughs> we don't want you in this area. Yeah, but the the the, uh, the leader of the area was probably just like, no, you need to get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. He looks at us weird. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I started off in Okinawa and I ended up living kind of, I got to see most of Kyushu, which is actually really cool. Like I lived really close to uh, Fukuoka which is kind of a major city on Kyushu. Yeah. It was like a, a suburb kind of town called Mayabaru. Oh really? Which was fun to have. There was like a college there. So 
there's like there's a lot of people from uh, China that lived around there because they went to the college. Really? So that was really interesting. Did you encounter like a lot of students? Yeah, there's like a lot of students. We were actually got to know a couple of them really well because just like ran into them and they're super cool. They always wanted to play League of Legends, which oh, yeah. feels like a stereotype, but like they were really into it. Really? Yeah. They were super cool guys. But yeah. So like my body was fun. And then I got uh, banished uh, for my crimes to the far reaches of Hamada. Uh, Isn't that like a small island? So it's technically not Kyushu. It's part of a, uh, what's the next island above it? It's north. Uh, which I should know, but is it worth pausing to look this up? Was it Shikoku Ken? Maybe. Well, well, the Ken was Shimane. It was Shimane Ken. Oh, but it wasn't. It wasn't Kyushu Island. It was the next island, like the sh- the, the main sh- one. Shikoku. Shikoku. Then maybe. Okay. Uh, we haven't lied yet. We're, we're, we're pausing. <laughs> yeah, we've never given false information before, so we won't start now. <laughs> Okay, I was on I was on Honshu. So okay, we can pause. Honshu. That's that's the main island. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got to be like on the southern tip of Honshu. Uh, it was Shimane Ken, uh, Hamada. Isn't that close to uh? Wasn't it called uh, Kita Kyushu? Or uh, maybe technically, like it was. I still remember that was an area. That's not what the area was called, but but it was close to there. Yeah, I think they were like a little south of us, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got, I got banished there and, and Hamada was one of the most interesting places I've ever lived in just because of how uninteresting it was. Yeah. Like it's cause, uh, Japan, like all the different, like Ken's, the prefectures, they have a lot of like pride in their like local, whatever they have. Like everybody has like their mascots and their, like their best food or like their best they like their history thing. They have a castle or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Hamada did not have much at all. So um, it was like Saga? It was, <laughs> it was pretty close to Saga. <laughs> I guess it's more obscure than Saga now because no one's gotten the revenge for him yet. But yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the only thing that Hamada really had going for it was their, um, was it was the birthplace for, and I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. But the guy that wrote the Gegege no Kitaro manga was um, from Hamada. And so they had all these like big like signs and decorations all over the place, like showing off like Gegege characters and yokai monsters and things. And yeah. So I was, like their one claim to fame was a manga from the 60s. Um, <laughs> That's pretty sad. <laughs> it was sad. And there was, I don't know, but it was, it was fun. Like the, you know, cause everywhere you go, the people are nice. Man, the people there do not see uh, Americans very often. Yeah. So whenever I was out on the street, people were always like, "What is that guy doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, a foreigner. Yeah. <laughs> and they come up to you, and then you try speaking to them in Japanese, and they they reply to you in English. They're like, "Oh, I, I don't speak English." I was like, "I'm speaking in Japanese." I think <laughs> is the pronunciation that bad? <laughs> but yeah, Hamada was a super fun. I got to live in Sasebo, which is close to Nagasaki. I've heard like stories from other people that I lived with about that place. Yeah. Sasebo is crazy. This is another place where I would say 
it's not like high up on like tourist destinations for a lot of people. Yeah. But I think it's like a super cool area to like to check out. Like there's a lot of really cool uh castles and parks and stuff in the area. Yeah. Um it's also just interesting because th- this is another place where like there's like a there's an American uh, naval base, I think, that's kind of close by. And so there's like a a really strong like like American flavor that's gotten mixed in with like the local uh, Japanese culture. Yeah. And so it was very different. Like, like most everybody there spoke at least a little English just because of that. Yeah. But, um, it was also had a, an incredible magic property where no matter where you went, it was uphill. Um, <laughs> no matter what your destination was, there's somehow. <laughs> so it was always like this. Yeah. Like, it was just hilly. Yeah, Chris is again doing sign language, but it's, it's like a lot. Waves. Yeah, if I guess for people who don't know, like Nagasaki Ken is just infamous for being it's like super hilly. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's kind of the worst if you're on a bike, but then you get real good exercise. Yeah, that sounds that sounds rough. Yeah, so Sasebo, super fun, and then we talked about Tokuyama, and then I also got to live very briefly in Kumamoto. Which I think Kumamoto is like really famous, like inside Japan. Like it's yeah, like it says Kumamoto Castle, I believe. Yeah, Kumamoto Castle is like a big deal, which I think is I I went there and it's super cool actually. Like it's that's worth a trip if you're ever in Kyushu. But then their other big claim to fame fame is a Kumamon, their mascot. Oh yeah, it wasn't that the black bear. Yeah, he's the black bear that's on everything. Yeah, he's probably like he might be like the biggest mascot in Japan. So like even like other prefectures would have Kumo, Kumamon stuff. Like, yeah. but yeah, I got to live there for a hot second. But yes, that's one of the, one of the other places that I lived at was uh, Mia Konojo. Oh, okay. That was my first the, the first place I went to. Was oh, Mia Konojo. Huh. And Mia Konojo was like that. There was it's mostly the, in the southern half of Kyushu. Okay, near. Uh, uh, it was very close to, uh, what was it? What's the further South? It's on the know. top of my head. It has the Sakurajima. Is it Sakurajima? Uh, no, Can it's you... close to Sakurajima. Oh, Kagoshima. Kagoshima. Okay. Yeah. Kagoshima. Yeah. Kagoshima. Kagoshima is a big place or a big deal. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty close to Kagoshima and, uh, but it was like, like, um, very flat, yeah, and kind of just like old people layer, yeah, must have been fun because, like, it was just Inaka, yeah, like super Inaka, just the rural nowheresville, yeah, and everything was kind of like far apart from each other, there was not really any big buildings. Yikes. Um, I, I can hardly remember any big buildings in the area. Mm. Like even Donchies. Um, yeah. Mia Konojo was, was interesting to say the least. Um, I didn't really enjoy my time there. Well, I didn't spend a whole lot of time there cause I got taken out pretty fast. Mm. Um, yeah, pretty flat. That's pretty it's kind of like, oh, see, see that's kind of like the one of the areas outside of our apartment. We were right next to the Eki. Nice. Was like, that good? We walked out of the house 
Mickey was right there. <laughs> That'd be convenient to be right next to the train. Yeah, it was. It was pretty convenient. Um, a disco ball in your apartment? Yeah, there was. What kind of raves were you having? <laughs> <laughs> it was there from the very very beginning. I was gonna say, I bet you installed that. Cause you're no. a partier. No. And uh, I don't really have much pictures during that time. Yeah, he looks super happy though. I can tell. I hated that guy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're looking like, <laughs> like yeah. It's the kind of smile. It's like I'm not really happy at all. Yeah, I was not happy. Um, the person I lived with at the very beginning was not a good person. Yeah. We I, I clashed met, many yeah. times. I met him briefly. I was like, I could see why Chris didn't get along with this guy. <laughs> yeah, he was he was very majime. Like just kind of uh, kind of focused and yeah yeah. And he just like annoyed me, um, like none other. Yeah. See, see how flat that is. This was the highway. That looks so nice. Looks so easy to bike. Yeah, it was it was really easy to bike. There was no hills at all. Sounds nice. I went to a lot of hills, Bray. These were pictures of the countryside as was riding on the bus. What a bustling metropolis. <laughs> Just showing me like endless forest everywhere. Yeah. That's actually a weird thing about Japan that a lot of people probably don't realize. But there's like a lot of uh forest. Yeah. Just like natural landscape in Japan. Yeah, surprisingly. Like it's it's a huge percentage of the country actually that they have like just reserved as like just like for like naturalness, which I think is really cool. So I think I think a lot of times when people think of Japan, they think of like the big cities are like a mile high or whatever with buildings. But they do that so they can like preserve more of like the natural land. Yeah. Speaking of uh um natural land and stuff like that. So when I was in Omuta, mm-hmm. we had we knew this one guy who uh who owned like a mountain? What was? Just, he, just casually had a mountain. Yeah, he cla- casually had a mountain. Must have been nice. He was like, yeah, because we went over there a couple of times uh, during the month, mm-hmm. and we helped him with certain chores and stuff. Sure. So he was like, uh, I remember when I first met him, he was like, "Hey, you, you see that mountain? Let's see that mountain right there? That's my mountain." <laughs> Did you have like a piece of paper that proved this or something, or was and a- I was just like, "All right, I guess that's his mountain over there." Yeah. And so we go over there, and uh, it's pretty um, out of out of the like main city. <laughs> and uh, we get there, and he like shows us this like house. It's kind of like broken down mostly. Yikes. It was it was very like it just had. It was basically just used for storage, I think. Yikes. And uh, we went around like getting uh, chestnuts. And, uh, but I remember like being bitten by like thousands of mosquitoes there. Like I, I saw like, uh, I think it was uh, the person that I had lived with. We, we were, we were over there. We were getting um, all this stuff. And I see like um, Oliveira and the guy that I lived with. And he uh, had all these mosquitoes on him. After I would go brush him off, <laughs> it was it was yikes! Not a good time. Yeah, but I ever since then I've really liked uh, chestnuts because I remember we like after when we were done we had like somen over like a fire, kind of. Okay, and uh, 
Um, we just like sat in like camping chairs and ate somen. And then we went home with like a bunch of chestnuts and then we boiled them and opened them up, ate them. And they were so good. I, I huh. miss those. Yeah. Like so much. I've been like trying to like look for places where I can buy some like chestnuts, but mm-hmm. I can't really find anywhere. Like, yeah, I don't think it's a big commodity around here, actually. Yeah, like I'm sure you could. F- I mean, if you try hard enough, I'm sure you can find somewhere. But yeah, that would be, that's definitely, which is weird. Like, because yeah, you wouldn't think it'd be hard, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, it w- it's uh, it's a really nice area. Cause it, it felt like it was like out of the way and we were in like a bunch of trees and stuff and right. It was nice. So that's, uh, I, I agree with, with what you said. Like a lot of people don't realize like how, like how much vegetation is there. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's, I don't know, it, it is nice. Like, cause like I lived in like some kind of more Inaka countryside kind of areas. Like Hamada was very much that. And it was, there was something nice about like, like, you know, five and a bike ride and you're kind of just like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I love doing that. Like when we were just like riding our bikes from like, um, the main city that we were in and then going further, mm-hmm. I always liked doing that and like seeing like everything. Right. It's one thing I want to do when I, uh, whenever I go to Japan is I want to just like either take a bike just like just like go and then just kind of like look around see different areas see different like mini towns right that's like my dream (laughs) it's it's cool like not there's lots of just like just like just like normal stuff like looks nice like the nature and then like when you like past those like neighborhoods are like really old neighborhoods and it's like just like like that, that nice traditional japanese architecture like old wood buildings and things. Yeah. It's got a really, really nice feeling to it. Yeah. One thing that, uh, that Japan has, that's really, that's really nice though. Mm. The convenience stores. Yeah. Convenience. Convenience. Yeah. Find a lot of interesting stuff in the convenience. <laughs> convenience are magical landscapes. Yes. Magical, um, beautiful landscapes. I remember when I first, uh, got to Japan, that was like one of the first things like, like the guy who was like kind of showing me around the, like, like where I first moved in and stuff. He's like, he's like, all right, these are going to be your favorite things. Like, yeah. When you see like a Seven Eleven or a Lawson Station or a Family Mart, yeah, just a smile breaks out in your face, yeah. <laughs> and you go in, and then you just smile and grab what you need. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many wonderful items. Yeah, like. So for, for those who don't know, you could tell them what, what are kind of convenience stores like? Sure. So they're, I mean, they're like, like if, like, if you're in a, like, if you live in America, you can, you can compare them to like, uh, like gas stations and things where, I mean, it's basically like a, it's like a mini, just a mini little like grocery store kind of thing. And there's almost always one like on every street corner. It's just really convenient. Uh, the difference being they like, it's like in America when you think of like convenience stores, like gas station food, you're like, ah, that's gross. Like this, like the Japanese convenies were like kind of, they're like kind of top tier. Like, oh yeah, like, they were like stuff that came out of those is like always like really delicious. Like they like, fre- like they always have like fresh pots of like a, 
what do you call it? Like Odin, I think was geez in that place. He found the picture of the card store that night. That is so narrow. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, is that, is that right? The, like the, the potluck kind of thing. Odin, was that what it was called? Odin? No, it's that was Nabe. Nabe. That's what it, that's, that's like, yeah. Nabe. Yeah. They'd have like pots of Nabe. They'd have like shelves of like Mon, which were these amazing, uh, pastry, like these like buns full of like just anything almost. I love the curry bun. Yeah. The they curry had, bun. Yeah. Curry Mon was delicious. That was so good. Um, I remember there was one community where they had ramen Mon. Which shouldn't work, but like it was literally like ramen in a bun, and I don't know how they kept the the juice inside, really? but it worked. That that does not sound good. <laughs> it was super tasty. Um, I but I always stuck with just like the classic mon, like just like the the meat bun. Yeah, yeah, like so mon was great. Sometimes they have pizza mon. I uh, could get like sushi there. It'd be like really delicious, and then there'd just be like any number of like weird drinks and snacks. Yeah. I remember uh, something in Japan that they all, that they have that they're like super into for some reason is seasonal food. Yes. Yes. It's a big deal. It's they, such a big deal. And like, and they really stick to it too. Like when something says it's limited edition, it's, it's limited. Like yeah. once it's gone, they'd never do it again. Yeah. So uh, like, for example, like I had this like, amazing drink it was like a uh uh peach peach uh carbonated peach drink or something hmm. like that it was like the greatest thing ever and every time i'd go and i'd, I'd drink it i'd be like i'd feel amazing yeah so i was like this is the greatest drink ever and then one day i went over there to go find to go get it and it was gone yeah <laughs> and i was like where'd it go where'd it go and then my uh the person i was living with was like yeah, that was a uh, limited time drink, yeah. only for a certain season. Yeah, and I was like, "God, you kidding me, dude?" No, yeah, I mean, they're like, like pretty much every, like even like the regular candies, or like the regular drinks, they always had like a special seasonal version. Yeah, like I remember, because uh, like one of the best candy bars in the world, Black Thunder. Oh yeah, those are good. Those are good, and they have, and Black Thunder has a. Uh, like seasonal flavors. Like there was a strawberry black thunder. Strawberry black thunder. It was incredible. Oh my gosh. It existed for like maybe two weeks at seven 11 and then it was gone. <laughs> it never came back. And every now and then I still like crave it. I'm like, <laughs> you just like, uh, have dreams of it. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. <laughs> or like every time when you went to a new area, you went to the seven 11 and looked. No, I, I did. <laughs> I would check like, cause like seven 11 wasn't necessarily my favorite one. But that's where the strawberry black thunder was. Sounds so, like, it sounds like it was a, a spring. Month. It probably was like since Sakura Pink. Yeah, because strawberries were usually like a spring or early summer kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all the snacks would do that. Another fun one. Uh, <clears throat> and I I can only imagine the people would eat these as like dares or something. But there was a kind of popsicle you get called gadi gadi, and their whole thing was like we make popsicles but they're like the weirdest flavors. Really? Like, like you could get a gotti gotti that was like kind of normal. Like you could get like, you know, blueberry flavor or peach flavor. Yeah. But then they would do like these like weird ones are like limited time. Like I remember uh, they did like Neapolitan spaghetti flavor, which tasted like spaghetti. <laughs> and 
like broke my brain. Um, <laughs> that sounds disgusting. It was, well, it's, that's the thing though. It was like, it tasted like good spaghetti, but it was cold <laughs> and on a stick. And it was like, I don't understand how this works. It was the no. worst. I hated it, but yeah, Gotti Gotti was great. And like, you can always like, you probably would remember the packaging. Cause like, it's a picture of like this, like, just this kid where like his head is like three times the size of his body. And he's got like this huge mouth on him. He's like in the middle of like excited, like nomming on an, a popsicle. Maybe. And he was Gotti Gotti Kun. <laughs> and every now and then there was like a girl version, which it was like his sister or something. <laughs> like. Gotti Gotti Chan. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like every time you saw that kid on something, you're like, ah, that's going to be awful. <laughs> like, but I kind of want to try it. Wow. I remember having some of those, like, I don't know if you remember them, but, uh, they were, uh, they were like ice cream, like in a little packet that you like, oh, sucked. Yeah. Coolish. Yeah. Coolish. That's coolish was, was the best. It's like soft serve in a bag. Yeah. It was soft serve <laughs> in a bag and you sucked on it. It was, those were great for summer. I love Coolish. Yeah. I remember we'd always go there. Like if it was like super, uh, hot out, we'd just yeah. go grab a Coolish. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah. So yeah. Convenience stores are super fun. Oh, and the other thing. Uh, with convenience stores is they always like since they're all competing with each other they're, they're constantly doing like brand deals with like anime yeah and so a lot of like a lot of like the normal snacks would get like anime versions or there were these like these garbagey like cardboard tasting like wafer candies you could get but they came with like these like really nice like hollow hollow like like hollow foil cards um they'd be like a different like anime shows and i bought so many of those crummy <laughs> terrible wafers <laughs> Just so I could get the cards. Yeah. Or like I'd buy like this like super nasty like Pocky flavor because it would come like a, with like a Final Fantasy toy or something. Yeah. Or like they'd have like a deal that if you bought like two things, you'd get like a clear file folder. Yeah. They do those kind of things. And yeah, it was fun. Like I got like a really, I got a fun, uh, like a Final Fantasy calendar by really? buying like $30 worth of Pocky. <laughs> $30 worth of Pocky. Yeah. It was a nice, it was a nice calendar. Yeah, and my companion hated it, or like the guy I was living with hated it. Hated it because it was just it was like mostly pictures of like Final Fantasy girl characters. Yeah. It was like kind of a pinup style thing. Oh, and of course I hung it above my desk. <laughs> he was like, "You've got to stop." <laughs> of course, that was the best. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, convenience stores are super fun. Like go to Japan and just visit convenience stores. Like forget yeah. the attractions. <laughs> uh, I remember their uh, like uh, their regular grocery stores are very similar to here too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, although you don't get the the big shopping carts. Like, yeah, the shopping carts they had in those stores were always like mini, like very mini. Like I think this was the one that we went to. What's that say on it? recognize the logo i don't remember yeah they were like yeah grocery stores were actually i really was liked it, them is it this one actually maybe actually was this a trial trial yeah trial trial is one of them trial was a good one yeah trial was a good one they're pretty cheap um yeah grocery stores are pretty fun too though like because it's like the kind of like it's just interesting like to see like what kind of foods are like the day-to-day foods yeah like what everybody's like eating at home and stuff compared yeah. to like what's in the restaurants. What, what always made me sad is that 
they have not got a lot of uh, American food. You can usually find American food in like places that are not like, well, American type food. Right. In like small little stores that are like separate from the grocery stores. Yeah. There would there'd always be like these like kind of like import stores. In most of the Shoten Guy kind of malls, where you, and you could get like not just American food, which like nearly every country had some level of representation, but yeah. it was a little expensive. Yeah, like for example, like I love Dr Pepper. Mm. I could not find Dr Pepper anywhere in like any like conveni and uh, any uh, um, store. So um, I remember going down one day during a, in a store at the mall. And then, bam, it's right there in a foreign store. Yeah. And it's like, I think it was like 300 yen or like 400 yen for like one can. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. And I was like crying, but I had to like buy like five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is one thing. It's like, I, I do remember like there was like, there were some like things I like, I started like really craving living, living in Japan, like peanut butter. Like actual like proper peanut butter was really hard to find, like because they have something called peanut cream in Japan. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. Like it's really it's good in its own way, but like it's made for like spreading on like toast and things. Like it's not for sandwiches. Isn't it kind of like the similar thing between QP and mayonnaise? Yeah, like I, I'd say so. Although I'd say in my opinion, QP was more better than mayonnaise. Yeah, QP is also a mystery of the universe because it doesn't need to be refrigerated, but it is made with eggs. Yeah. Which is terrifying. But <laughs> um yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I I missed a, they don't have cereal in Japan. Like sweets in general is not really a thing for breakfast. Yeah. Like there was I can think of there were two cereals you could get. There was like kind of like a frosted flakes kind of thing. You could either get like regular or chocolate. And then there was another one that was kind of like a granola cereal. Hmm. And those were like the two that you could like usually find. But other than that, you'd have to have eggs and natto. Oh, natto. We could we could talk about that. For, <laughs> yeah, Chris, I, yeah, I Chris never, loves natto. I never tried natto. Oh, you wimp. <laughs> I, I remember that like they were trying to like make me do it as like an initiation or something like that. Yeah. I like skirted my way around and like manipulated all of them into thinking that I already had it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> natto. I mean, I don't, I don't know. The taste isn't bad. But the texture is pretty rough because, I mean, it, it looks like something that got like a cow sneezed up or something. Yeah. Like it's it's just super gooey, string beany. It also smells really bad. Yeah, it smells pretty rough. Um, the taste, surprisingly mild. But the combination of all the other th- problems, like it doesn't, it's not pleasant. If you were just describe the taste. I don't know. Horseradish, like. Just imagine like, like actually, yeah, kind of like, it's like a, that'd probably be the closest thing I compared to like, as far as like things that people have tried around here, like, or could potentially try in America. It's just like, like, it's like a really weird taste. Like it's not as strong as horseradish, hmm. but like it's similar where it's like, it's got like a really just bitter, like, and it's not good. <laughs> Yeah, I only tried it once, <laughs> just so I could be like, I've tried it. Now stop bugging me. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like saw my um, 
um, my roommate eating it all the time. Yeah. Oliveira. See, that, that always was strange to me because like, I, I didn't know a few people were like, it was like a token of probably like, I like natto. Like, I eat it every morning. It's good for you. I always like shake my head at those people. Yeah. So, I, mean, I think that, the tr- like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where like, I think even among like Japanese people, natto is kind of a, it's like one of those like weirder things. Yeah. It's like some people like it. Some people don't. Right. It's like the anchovies or something of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Some people like it. Some people don't. So if somebody tries to talk to me like, no, everybody eats it in Japan. Like, that's not true. I knew plenty of Japanese people who hated natto. Most, most breakfasts weren't, weren't they? Isn't it usually just miso soup and like rice? Yeah. You, you like Japan doesn't really do a lot of sweets and even like the sweets they do have are pretty mild. I'd say yeah. it's like breakfast was always savory is like I had a, I, I knew some people like they would, uh, they do like rice and miso. Some people make like little, like onigiri balls. Um, I was, the patriotic American. So I always had cereal or toast, um, I guess. I think for me, I have also just had like toast or uh bagel. Right. Or whatever equivalent there was in that. Like, I don't know when I like getting up in the morning, I'm way too lazy to make rice. Yeah. And I'm not smart enough to make it ahead the night before. So yeah, I wake up and we're like, well, cereal it is. <laughs> I sure do love cornflakes. <laughs> yeah. The same cereal over and over and over yeah. again. But so that was a bummer. What were uh, some of like your favorite uh, restaurants? So my absolute favorite restaurant, like, and I guess it, it'd be the equivalent of like a fast food restaurant. It's called Skia Gudon. Skia Gudon. Yeah. Which uh, served Gudon naturally, which I mean, and they had like other things on the menu, but that was like, like, ski, like Gudon was like the bread and butter of yeah. what they did. I think I remember Skia. Yeah, ski. Like, if there was a ski in Tokuyama, I'm sure I dragged you to one. Yeah, but, I, th- I don't think I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's because I, I think wasn't it a very like wasn't skia very much like a uh, it was everywhere, right? Yeah, it's pretty much everywhere. Like, it's it's very. I'd say it's like one of the like maybe the only one that's like more common would be like Hotomoto, mm. but skia was pretty much everywhere. Yeah, um, and I just because I loved Yudon which is kind of like the easiest dish in the world. It's basically, it's rice, uh, grilled onion, uh, like, like strips of beef and they cover it like in a delicious, like meat sauce. And it's usually pretty oily. That's good. It's so good. I'm not sure if I ever had that. Like, and and the real secret sauce to Skia. Um, and I'd say like 80% of the restaurants will do it. But there's a secret menu item called the king size gyudon, which I guess it used to be like on the menu like properly, but it was like it was designed to be like a bowl of gyudon like for four people. Yeah. But what you do is you order the king size and you eat it by yourself, and you die. And you die. <laughs> it's. We, I remember like I was in one. I was in with some people and they called it. They were like, oh, you got to go do the king size challenge, or you're not cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want to be cool. Did you do it? I didn't. Of course I threw up. (laughs) Like three hours later, I was like, you basically like when you eat that much gyudon, it's like a cup of grease along with the rest of the food. You ate the entire thing or did you get close? I ate the whole thing. Like, I mean, it's like, because they call it like a four person meal, but like it's four person by like Japanese standards. Oh, so it's. So 
Like it, maybe for two people here. Yeah. I'd say like quantity wise, it'd be like getting like two supersized like Big Macs or something. Like remember, like it's a lot of food, but it's not like an impossible amount. Speaking of uh, Big Macs, I remember they had like a like giant like I, I forgot what they called it in Japan, but there was like a giant sandwich that was like this big. Oh, like it was like a triple Big Mac or something like that. Yeah, they had they would have like crazy seasonal foods at McDonald's in Japan. Yeah, and then I remember like that was a challenge as well. Yeah, I never did that one, but I do remember because um, in Halloween season and it looked awful, but there was a thing they had the there was the black burger, and it was like a black patty with like black buns. Somehow, like the lettuce and cheese was also black. Wasn't wasn't it like a squid ink? Like probably yeah. like yeah they they colored it up somehow yeah i mean i think it it mostly tastes like a normal burger but it was just like it just looked wrong yeah that was like a big halloween seasonal thing they would do or like the, oh the katsu burger is it mcdonald's sometimes that was another seasonal one where instead of the the beef patty there was like a strip of fried pork oh, really? and that was super good hmm. every time it was like back in season like oh no we have to go to mcdonald's immediately before it's gone <laughs> Yeah, that there's a lot of really good restaurants in uh, Japan. Like I remember some like uh, Odin ones. Oh yeah, those were really really good. I, I liked Odin. There was one at the mall that I went to once. It was like fantastic. Yeah, you could like order a bunch of like other sites put on it, and uh, it was good, really good. Yeah, there, there's. Yeah, I mean. I think the, the stereotype is like, oh, I got to go eat sushi or whatever. But yeah. there's so many other like fun things like uh, like a, a fun restaurant that I th- could only exist in Japan. Uh, Shabu Shabu. All right. Those are. Did you ever go to Shabu Shabu ones? That's it's kind of like the Yakiniku, but instead of a grill, you just have a big hot pot of water and broth. Um, and you, you cook it. You like you cook things in the. Yeah. In the uh, broth. And the joke was like, it's called Shabu Shabu because that's how long you cook the meat. You take your strip of beef, you like swirl it around the in the, the hot broth, you say shabu shabu, and you take it out and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you cook it longer than that, you're a coward. <laughs> that does not sound like a good idea. <laughs> Any other country I wouldn't trust it, but like like Japan's like the one place where like eating raw meat is okay. Is it? I mean, at least I don't think raw meat ever re- eating raw meat is okay. <laughs> I mean I I'm still alive. I ate the raw pork they did. I ate the raw horse. I ate the raw beef. Was it raw? It was ate? it was raw. Oh my gosh. Like I don't think I didn't feel super good about myself afterwards, but I didn't die. <laughs> um my favorite place was uh Hamakatsu. Uh, oh Hamakatsu was good. Yeah, it was basically a just a katsu chicken, chikatsu pork or whatever. Yeah, whatever kind of katsu you'd want. Yeah. And the best part about it was that, so, so you get your katsu, ordered the katsu, but it also came with cabbage, this like shredded cabbage. Yeah. And salt, and like a, a dressing. And a dressing. And the cabbage was endless. Yeah. You could get as much of it as you wanted. And that cabbage with the uh, the dressings was fantastic. Yeah. The, the dressing they have in Japan, because I, I never liked dressing before going to Japan. Like I hate Caesar dressing and all the other kinds that we have here. Yeah. Like the Japanese dressing was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you were fat, big brain like me, mm-hmm. you would uh, get the cabbage and dip it in the uh, the katsu sauce. Yeah. 
That was big brain. Yeah. And it was really good. Cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Hamakatsu was amazing. Cause uh, and and you gotta like make the uh, sauce as well. Oh yeah, you gotta like because yeah, the, the, at the table they give you like little like a a mortar and pestle. Yeah, and you grind it up your own seeds. Yep, your own sesame seeds, and then you like you add it in your own sauce. Yep, which was really fun and also a great way for them to be lazy. Yep, like Japan Japanese restaurants are super clever like that actually. Yeah, like kaiten sushi. Yeah, they're all about making the customer do as much work as possible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you picking out the, the stuff so you don't have to order. Yeah. Not to interact. Yeah, rotating like, rotating sushi bars, those are fun. Yeah. Um, I think I, I mentioned it a second, like briefly, but Hotomoto was really great. I think I went there once. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. I'd say it's it's similar to like, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of reminded of like Sonic in the sense like Hotomoto was never a place you could like sit down to eat it was always like to go like there's like no space to sit or eat inside the place. Yeah. But you'd go in there and you could like order basically like, little, like bento lunch for like $7 and just like any kind of thing you could imagine. Say so like you'd go to Hotomoto and then you'd run home and have a good time. Um, there's one, uh, there's one dish that we have a lot here, but, um, over there, like it's, it's way different and that's pizza. Oh yeah. Japanese pizza. Japanese pizza is like for one, it's way more expensive mm. for two. They put the weirdest stuff on those pizzas. Yeah, it's a crime. Like, like I remember getting like a menu for one of the pizzas and like the mail, one of the pizza stores that you could like call in. And I was trying to look for like the pepperoni only. Yeah. Good luck. And there was none. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why would you want just pepperoni? That's boring. Yeah, and they like have like all these like weird options. Yeah, like a like bunch of like different fish things on it, like a sushi pizza. Or yeah, like, I I was very partial to the uh, it was potatoes and corn with Alfredo sauce. That does not sound good. That sounds horrible. It, Wretched. It's not <laughs> amazing, but compared to some of the other options, like well, at least I recognize the things on this one. Like <laughs> I can name these ingredients. Yeah. I, I always remember that it was like that. I was so disappointed because it was always so expensive. Yeah, it was a very special treat to order pizza. Yeah, it was unfortunate. And another thing that's absent as well is Mexican food. That's true. Um, well, at least on the main islands, Okinawa okay. has tons. But oh, Okinawa had some. Well, it's what they call Mexican food. Yeah. Um, not really like, like taco rice is a big deal down in Okinawa. Taco rice is great. Taco rice is pretty good, but you could actually get, I mean, a big deal is it like, remember there's this place in the airport in Okinawa is like actually in the airport, but they're big things like we have real tacos you can get taco su. That's what they called them. Taco su. Yeah. Cause taco is something else. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you make that distinction when you order, by the way. Um, yeah. I don't remember seeing any like, taco restaurant mixing food restaurant in the mainland no yeah hispanic like anything from like south america really i'm trying to think like i feel like i may have seen like a brazilian restaurant once or twice yeah for the most part like if you're looking for anything from like south of the border it's not really it's not really something that's made it to japan yet i'm surprised you haven't mentioned your one of your favorite things my favorite things yes mabu dofu mabu dofu Yes. <laughs> the only reason to go to a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I remember yeah. you were obsessed with that, with, with, like Mabu Dofu. Yeah, I don't know if I ever, I probably made it once or twice, at least yeah, when we were living did. together. Yeah, Mabu Dofu. And technically it's a Chinese dish, but the Japanese version is incredibly tasty. Yeah. Because it's just, uh, it's tofu and burger and spicy sauce. And then you pour that over rice and it's delicious. Isn't there like a special sauce too? Yeah, there's a special mabadofu sauce. You have to, I I wonder what it is exactly, but I mean, for in Japan, it's considered a spicy dish. It's not terribly spicy. Yeah. But well, Japanese spice is like pretty yeah. low. Although I will say, I remember one time, <clears throat> and this was in Mayabari with the, the Chinese friends we made, but they were like one week, they're super excited because they found like an authentic uh, Chinese restaurant, yeah. like in Fukuoka. Like it's really close, and so like they were so excited about it. They had they invited us out to go eat there. Yeah, and uh, we went there, and I got the mabudofu, obviously, and uh, the sauce that was on that mabudofu was like black <laughs> with the chili peppers and everything oh, else no. in it. Oh no! And I drink like <laughs> I drink so much water <laughs> trying to eat it. Yeah, I I, I reckon it, I remember that like. The Chinese stores, like the, with the Chinese food, like um, usually they would have like if it was like spicy, it was spicy. Oh yeah, they they weren't messing around. Yeah, I'll, I remember when we went there during uh, in Kumamoto once, and uh, we, we went to uh, a Chinese restaurant, and I remember I was like, oh, I can handle the uh, the hot. Hot is fine. Right. And then I, I did the same thing took like one bite of it and I'm like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. it's. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like for people who haven't had like authentic Chinese food, yeah. authentic Chinese food is not messing around. Yeah. Um, it is out to murder your tongue if you're not ready. Um, my favorite dish was the uh, Okonomiyaki. Oh, Okonomiyaki is so good. Yeah. I think really think we should make it sometime. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'll need to see if I can find my recipe for it. Cause I, I actually got pretty good at making it. Yeah. Living in Japan. Um, so you can explain what that Okonomiyaki is. Yeah, sure. I I mean, very loosely, it's like a vegetable pancake. (laughs) Yeah. Um, with like, because basically like, it's like a little bit of dough and you mix in with like a whole bunch of cabbage and onion and like other things if you want, like, uh, like green onion, like leeks and things like that. Yeah. And you, you know, you press it into like a pancake shape, you fry it on a stove and then you put strips of uh, beef on top of it. And then you fry that like into the pancake yeah. and it's delicious. And, uh, it's, it's really hard to make in America. Cause like, cause in Japan you'd use a Japanese bacon and it worked really well. Yeah. But the problem, like American bacon doesn't cook the same way. And so you end up like, you end up like, it's like, like it's like nice soft pancake. It's like crispy bacon, which isn't, I mean, it's still fine. But like Japanese bacon, like stayed soft by like some kind of magic. Yeah, it's like no matter how much you cooked it, it was just like nice and tender anyway. Yeah, Japanese bacon was a lot different. Yeah. Right, and I think you know some people didn't like it. I, I knew a lot of people didn't care for it because they missed the crispiness. Yeah, but I liked it a lot. But yeah, I remember uh, there was an Okonomiyaki place in uh, Tokoyama. We yeah, a couple times. Yeah, I liked that place a lot. Yeah, the guy was really nice. He was a super cool guy. I love that he kind of just like pulled up to like the counter, basically, and just like ordered and. Yeah, I, I remember he said that he like learned from someone that was like really great. 
Yeah, he, they he, opened up his own store. Yeah, he like he was like name dropping this guy, and I was like, I've never heard of him, but I guess he's a big deal. Yeah, and he was like, Yeah, I learned. I, I went to go live in the, uh, what was that Osaka for a while, and then I like learned how to like make it from the grates over there. Oh yeah, that's the thing because yeah, Osaka, Osaka Okonomiyaki is like the famous one. Yeah, that's like. That's like the style to beat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. every prefecture has their food specialty, <laughs> and if you ever disagree with people, they will fight you about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, wasn't there like two different types of okonomiyaki? There was like the, uh, the Osaka yeah. one, and then there was the Fukuoka one. Yeah, I think Fukuoka okonomiyaki was like like it was always a battle because like I think Osaka's was more famous, but Fukuoka was constantly like, but ours is better. <laughs> I, I never. I don't know if I ever had Fukuoka style. Yeah, I'm curious to know what the difference is. Was it ramen the same way too? There was like two different types of ramen. Those like no, I think there was a was few. Okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki was definitely like the rivalry. Um, I think chicken nanban. There's a couple of prefectures that would they were fighting over that too. Yeah. Um, which chicken nanban is amazing. Yeah, but it's it's like katsu, but the sauce is different. Mm. But anyway. Anyway, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of food. They have they have yeah. a lot of food there. Yeah, food's food's great in Japan, and I'm hungry. Even though it's only been an hour since I had dinner, <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to do a challenge today. <laughs> oh yeah, we were going to do something stupid, but then we decided to not be stupid. <laughs> we might be stupid a different time. <laughs> yes, maybe we'll be a Batsu gamer. <laughs> oh jeez, that'd be fun. We can ever like get a poll going or something on Twitter. Maybe we'll put up a thing about who should win or lose on something is sweet a furry yes or no the answer is no by the way <laughs> if, if if more people say yes then uh there's a that's a game no guys <laughs> it's not true it's it's totally different it's true it's true i just happen to like characters that are dressed like animals complete coincidence <laughs> there's no evidence so uh for a, a last question, like, uh, what are some like weird or like interesting people that you that you met? You uh, off the top of your head. Sure, I can think of two people off the top of my head. Um, I can think of one. Okay, one, one or two. Sure. Yeah. I'll start with the the weirdest guy I ever met, and we'll see. So this was a guy I actually met in Okinawa, because um, that was the land of adventure for me. Yeah. Um, and I guess I probably shouldn't name his name in case he somehow hears it and then finds me because I think he might actually hurt me. Um, okay. But, uh, this was a super crazy guy we met. Um, and, uh, I mean, he was a member actually, but that's a whole other story as far as how that was allowed. Um, but, uh, Tony Kaku, uh, this guy was super interesting. He somehow uh, had gotten a key to the apartment where, me and another guy lived. Yeah. I still don't know how the, like there were rumors. This guy was like Yakuza or something. He might've been, I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> he had a key to our apartment and he would like go in there sometimes and just like make food with our food. And then we'd get home and he would just like have food for us. Cause he was like, like he worked as like a chef at a restaurant. So he's like a really good cook. Yeah. But it was still weird that you come home sometimes like, Oh, it's that guy in our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> And he has Nabe on the table. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> and then also he, he was just like, like he talked with a, 
he talked, it was, a, was a Kansai Ben. Like he talked in Kansai Ben, which is impossible to understand. Um, yeah. So I only like ever knew like 10% of what he was saying to me. Really? But he loved to, uh, he loved to like play really weird jokes. Like for him, a fun joke was like, he would like act like he wanted to shake your hand. And so you go to shake his hand and then he like grabs your hand and like he'd pull like a lighter out of his other hand and start like burning the hairs off your like arm. <laughs> you'd be like, Sounds and every, creepy. And every time he was like, yeah, I got you. Like, ow. <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> or like, if you're like, like at the public, like, remember like, we're like, I can't remember why we were like at a public restroom and like my friend was like using the bathroom and he like walked in there, started like lighting like balls of like toilet paper on fire and like fling them into the stall. <laughs> and I could just like, I could just like hear like my, like my friend like screaming. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> what? <laughs> he was super weird. But he was like, he was like a nice guy. Like he was like crazy, but like. <laughs> nice guy. I, I, it's, it's such a weird thing, right? Like, it's like on the one hand, like he's like, like his pranks were <laughs> always involving fire, um, yeah. which is not healthy. Not healthy. <laughs> but he was also like super cool. Like he was always like willing to help us out whenever, like we had to like change apartments while I was living there. And he was like one of the three people that showed up to help. That's probably where he got the key. He just I, like, I wonder sometimes actually, like, it. I wonder if he like borrowed the new key for a minute and then just like got it copied or something. Yeah. But then he comes up to you and he's like, Oh, I forgot to give you your key back. Yeah. He's like, just nice and innocent. Yeah. That guy was super funny. I liked him a lot. Wow. Um, yeah. For me, uh, one guy, uh, we were, uh, me and, uh, uh, my roommate, we were walking around and, um, you get to this one, like, don't you even knock on a door? And uh, this guy opens it and he's like, he just looks like a normal guy, but he's like, um, he's dressed obviously like in like a, like a night clothes or something like that. Mm. But he just gets like super excited when he sees us and he's like, oh, come on in, come on in. So we can't, we, we go in to his apartment and, uh, Everywhere, like on the walls, like on the ground, are just stacks full of hentai manga. <laughs> and I look down further in, and there's a drawing station, and he's drawing hentai manga. <laughs> Perfect. And um, the person I was with immediately goes white. <laughs> like I could see him like freaking out. And then I'm just sitting there laughing because I don't really care. Right. And, uh, so I'm, I'm just like talking with this guy and this guy's like super nice and he's like really interested in what we had to to say. So we like talked to him, but I really think he was just getting material from us. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like probably in his mind, he thought, Oh, this sounds like a good, like hentai scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And so, uh, um, he, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to like release like a book or something like that. <laughs> oh, good. And I remember I, I was like, yeah, that's, that's so cool. You should give us a copy. And he's like, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> and, and, and I hear I, uh, the person I was with is like, like shaking his head at me. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just sitting there and I'm leading the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think this is just so cool. That's so funny. And then, uh, we leave. And then um, I'm like, that guy's so nice. We should we should come by again. And he's like, no, <laughs> we're never talking to that guy ever again. And I'm like, but he's so nice, right? 
And so I texted him once and I was like, hey, did you release your book? And he's like, yeah, it's good. We're doing really well. Hey. And I was like, nice. I'm like, good for you, guy. Keep on keeping on. And that's where I got his Mishi. <laughs> oh, yeah. You showed me that. Yeah. And, uh, that's yeah. funny. Like, he's legit enough to have, like, a business card for. His name is Ojo. 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 Manga hey. and illustration. There you go. Look that up, folks. Maybe don't actually. I don't know if we want to be endorsing necessarily. Don't you dare. <laughs> he has a Twitter. Oh no. <laughs> I wonder if it's still active. Uh, do we, I don't know. It's, it's your computer, whatever. Your search history. <laughs> oh, anyway, boy. What was, what's the next person? Uh, okay. So the next person, uh, this is, this was a guy I met in, uh, in Mayabaju near Fukuoka. So something that uh, we did was we did a, we taught these like kind of like English conversation classes. And this was a guy that showed up every week for our conversation classes. And probably to this day, still the coolest person I've ever met just for the sheer amount of confidence he had in himself. Right. Cause for every class he showed up dressed up as a samurai and he believed he was a samurai. Like, and he spoke like a samurai, which is really hard to understand. But he was, is it real? Chris is uh, doing research. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So this guy, um, he was just like, he was just like the coolest guy. But like, he was super set on being like, he was trying really hard to be like a real life samurai. That was like his whole life ambition. Like he was doing... <laughs> Um, like he really, was, it was his life ambition to be a samurai. Yeah. He's like, I want to bring it back. Cause I feel like our culture's falling away from that lifestyle. <laughs> and so like, cause like he was like, he'd come dressed in like the, uh, the gi, like the actual, like, you know, kind of like the, the traditional clothing attire. He had like, this like really nice ponytail. Really? Um, he had brought, he'd bring his sword sometimes, which was a fake sword, but he'd bring a sword to class. Um, he'd show, he'd show off his moves. I guess he was like taking like kendo and martial arts and all this other stuff. I don't think he had a job. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but, but he was like super cool. Like he was like way into anime. And so I remember like talking about anime with him all the time. Yeah. He was just like, he was like a, a really interesting guy. He was just working on becoming a samurai. Like that was his plan. Um, and he was, he was doing it. I mean, it takes a lot of confidence to go out in public and be like, no, this is, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> like, wow. That's interesting. So, and he was, he was super cool. Can't imagine that. Like <laughs> it was, weird. it was like something out of an anime really. Yeah. Cause like, there's always like that, like in all the high school anime, there's always like that one character is like, Oh, there was a samurai or like a ninja or whatever. The Chunibo stuff. Yeah. Like, like there's always like that one random character in the cast. And he was like that guy in the class that showed up dressed as this. It was so great. Yeah. I loved him for it. Yeah, dude. He'd always like, every time there's like a new student in the class, they like look over at him and be like, is that real? <laughs> is he real? <laughs> like, what is happening? Wow. Just some weird people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. People in Japan are so cool. Like, yeah. It's like, it's one of those things like on the one hand, the society is like, there's kind of like a lot of strictness with it. Like there's kind of this expectation of like fitting in and doing your thing and like everyone like dresses real nicely and clean and whatever. Yeah. 
but there there's also like a lot of people that are just like very firmly just doing their thing. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting place. Um, for sure. Another guy for me was, uh, um, it really surprised me. Like, uh, just, uh, how this good, this guy. Um, so, um, draw back. Um, this guy, his name, I forgot his name, mm. but he was this, just this old dude and lived in an apartment alone. Yeah. OG Chan. Yeah. He's an OG Chan lived in an apartment alone. I don't think he was ever married. Maybe he was, but regardless. Um, so we went over to like check on him cause he was part of our area. And, uh, we, uh, knocked on the door and I met him and he's just this, he's just this really nice old man. But uh, he had like a prosthetic wig, <laughs> and um, we we get, we went up to him and we we're, were just kind of just talking with him. And he's like, "Yeah, I still like go to work every day. I ride my bike to work every day." Wow. And he he said he like rides a, like a long distance by bike every day to work. He works good... in like this factory, huh? And he has a prosthetic leg. That's a pretty good trick. Yeah. And it just like amazed me, like how like this guy who he, I think he said he was like around like eighty years old or something wow. like that, but that he was still loved to work. And I, I we kept on telling him we we're like, you need to retire, you need to like retire, and like just chill. And then he's like, no, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and uh, he was he kept on going like, yeah, it's good, it's good. Someday, mm. someday. And I'm yeah, like, sure. Like, dude, you're 80 years old. <laughs> I'm sure he's biking to this day. <laughs> probably. Uh, probably still biking when he's 90 years old. Yeah. But that's crazy. It, it amazes me how much their culture is like ingrained on like work. Like, right. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot more like pride in your job there. Yeah. It's like, I feel like, I mean, especially like in America, there's kind of this attitude of, you know, certain jobs are just jobs or temporary, like who cares? Like, yeah. But like over in Japan, like even like, like even the people who like worked at McDonald's, like had so much pride in what they were doing. Cause they're like, Oh man, like, like everyone's like so polite and everyone's like doing like their very best, like always like there's just like a different attitude with that for sure. Yeah. And people like to work and like, there's a, a bunch of times where, because Japan has a really bad problem with overwork. That's true. There's a there's a word for it, I think. Yeah. And uh because people just like working so much that it's just like um that they forget about everything else. Right. I I don't know if it's I mean for some people it probably is that they like it, but I think there's just like there's also just the cultural Yeah, there's the culture as well. Like expectation of like everyone works hard and no exceptions kind of a thing. Yeah, like uh the uh Final Fantasy working director. Um Yoshi, Yoshida, he, uh, he, uh, like from the, he was in this live letter the other day where mm-hmm. he was like talking about the game and he looked completely tired and he's like, yeah, sleep is for the week. Like, <laughs> I, I don't need sleep. Thanks. And he like looked extremely tired and like <laughs> out of it. But, yeah. uh, he's like, no, I'm having the time of my life right now. I'm like, oh. I'm like, sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> should uh, take a break every once in a while <laughs> i mean there's people like that too or they're just they're really passionate about what they're doing yeah and that's anywhere really there's something like they love what they're doing so much that 
Like it's not really work in that sense. Yeah. But then there's other times where it's just like, they don't even give you overtime. It's just, right. you're expected to like work and work and work. work. Right. I mean, that's what the, that's like the secret terror of like working in the animation industry is. Yeah. I've heard it's really bad in the animation industry. Yeah. I mean, well, it's. And the manga industry too. Yeah. Manga might even be worse, honestly. Yeah. Cause like, especially like if you're a less popular author where you can't afford having assistance. And so you're writing everything every week. Yeah. Like that's terrible, but yeah. And like Oda, they have to like scrape out like what, like 17 pages every, every week. Yeah. The guy that writes one piece, like, yeah. And to be, I mean, and for him at least, like he, I'm sure he has like a full crew. Yeah. Like I'm sure they have it like streamlined to like an amazing degree, but yeah, it's still, I mean, it's no joke. Anyway. So yeah, that was, uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I think that pretty well covers it. I mean, we could always talk about like, another time. I'm sure we could do like a follow up. So it's like if people wanted to like send in questions or yeah. suggestions for anything else we could talk about. Cause, cause I mean, yeah, I lived there for a while, so yeah, it can at least give you some kind of insight into most of it. All right. Well, um, so yeah, that was our Japan uh, episode. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Just to just to member things. Yeah. It's kind of fun to talk about things and hopefully this was interesting for some of y'all out there. Yeah. Maybe interested in visiting or living in Japan. Yeah. It's a, it's a different country for sure. Yeah. So, uh, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, sure. To wrap this up, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, specifically you can go to my anime list, uh, username, Grace Wade actually revamped it, the, uh, today prior to this recording. So I'm all up to date on everything. Finally, finally, I even added a bio. <laughs> so, nice. but so you can, yeah, you can reach me there. Uh, where can they reach you, Chris? They can reach me at, uh, my anime list slash, uh, I got each one. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Also find me on Twitter, the same handle. Okay. So I get each one. Perfect. Even though I don't use Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So that's fine. You can spam all your hate comments there. It won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to reach out to the, to the podcast as an entity, as a corporation, as it were, I like to think they were an LLC personally, but <laughs> <laughs> the dad LC. Yeah. LLC. Yeah. And then get the paperwork done for that probably. Cause that just sounds nice and official. <laughs> Maybe get us a dot org website. Dad.org. <laughs> yes. I bet it's taken. Probably. Probably do dad.anime. But probably. Anyway. Um what was I saying? Yeah, if you want to reach out to the podcast, <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter. We're at Deep Anime Dive. Um, and I've been trying to post there a little bit more often. Like we we're doing like the, the figure photos now yeah. to like hype up the new episodes. Um, I still really don't understand much about Twitter other than that. Like I don't, yeah, Twitter's weird. Um, Twitter is weird. Can also, if like, if you're not a, a social media, Iser can reach out to us via our email, uh, deep anime dive at gmail.com. I try to check that a couple times a week. Can reply that way or. Vanilla wants to hear your impressions of podcast. So send us an email. Yeah, don't, don't do it for her sake. Do it for her. Do it for vanilla. Don't. She is got enough of an attitude. I assume 
I, have, I don't even know. All but, right. Um, oh, do we have a question of the day? Question of the day is um, if you were to go to Japan, where would you go to? Sure. Yeah. What's what's like your dream destination? Dream destination or like dream places you would like to go to? And why is it a butler cafe in Akihabara? <laughs> <laughs> no, made Kisa. Maybe the robot restaurant anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yep. This has hopefully been fun. So yes. we will see you next time. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a beautiful night. Yes. That's not true. Hey guys, I am not a furry. <laughs> Much to the popular opinion. Yeah, that's always a good start to an episode. <laughs> Just start off with like some good firm denial of all rumors. <laughs> like I know it's been going around and it's going on in the rumor mill. <laughs> yep. Telling you it's fake news. There's a lot of fake news going around that I'm a furry. It's just not true. It's true. <laughs> Absolutely false. Keto. <laughs> Keto. He's just said it, but <laughs> he said it's false. But <laughs> so there is some truth to it. Just saying that certain animal costumes can have an appeal. <laughs> oh my gosh. You oh, okay. Let's. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> like, say if they're maybe dressed as a shark. Or a bear. What is your fursona? <laughs> I'm not that far gone. Yet. And I've looked at prices. <laughs> Currently, the price is too much. Even for a joke. <laughs>